Welcome, welcome, welcome back, family. I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly, your friendly neighborhood media personality. Heavy, heavy hitters from Rockland County, Rockland County. Big shout out, shout out, shout out to the YouTubers that are watching. That are watching, that are watching, that are watching. Welcome, welcome back, family. I, it is me. Welcome, welcome back, family. I, it is me. Welcome, 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 Tell the listeners, tell the viewers, tell the listeners, tell the viewers. Of course, explicit content. Of course, explicit content. Yeah, of okay. course, of course, explicit content. Yes, of course, yes. I got the whole. Uh, make sure you make follow, sure you follow me. And of course, and of course, you went in, went in, went in. in. Uh, make sure you follow the uh, platform on Instagram. That's at t h a b l a s t p o d c a s t. Thank you for listening. Do you have the desire to be more? Then More Apparel is the apparel company for you. We believe that more comfort, more quality, more functionality, more honesty, and more passion will inspire you to do more for yourself, for your family, and most importantly, your community. Take pride in yourself, in your team, and in the dream. Visit our website at www.moreapparelus.com. That's www.moreapparelus.com to get active today. And remember, it's M-O-R. Leave off the E for excuses. What's going on, family? It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality. And you are now listening to episode, I believe this is episode 47. Wow, we're getting close to 50. Um, This is episode 47. And of course, I'm your humble, gracious, grateful host, Brother DSP. Uh, Please be sure to follow the platform on IG, at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Follow us on Instagram. I mean, I'm sorry, that's on Instagram. Follow us also on Twitter, but that's under Onslaught Promo. That's O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T-P-R-O-M-O. That's on Twitter. Um, I usually use that to promote uh, everything that's incorporated with um, Onslaught Multimedia. Um, Click the link in the bio for whether you're in the Instagram page or the Twitter page. And it's a link tree and it's a, it, it's links to everything that pertains to me and the platform. So definitely check that out. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, you know, I always appreciate everyone that comes through on a weekly basis to come listen to the show. And those of y'all who come on um, later to listen to the episodes later on, I appreciate y'all too, man. Um, today we have a very, very special guest. Um, I'm a huge fan of her show, a huge fan of her podcast. The name of the podcast is Sayeth Loud, and the person I'm speaking of is uh, Karen L., very talented um, woman. Um, she's great on the podcast front. Um, she was one of the uh, other podcasters from this region, from this area, from Rockland County, that is doing their thing, and I love what she's doing on her platform, so it was only right that I got her on here, and it was good to learn um, more about her about what she has in store, about her production skills, just about everything everything about her. And it was just so cool 
to learn what she has in store and what plans she has and what she has done already. So, man, check this episode out. I hope you guys really enjoy this. But before that, um, let me get into the shout outs. Of course, shout out to the day ones. Y'all already know what it is. Um, New listeners. Hello to you. Um, Erratic listeners. IG models, BBWs, ballers, shot callers, players, pimps, nine to fivers, creatives, entrepreneurs, gamers, thickies, you know, thick, thick, slim, thick, and the fit thick, um, rappers, singers, managers, producers, strippers, waiters, bus drivers, Uber Lyft drivers, painters, activists, social scientists, uh, social activists, YouTube viewers, sanitation workers, hackers, computer programmers, graphic designers, life coaches, social workers. Um, what else is there? Uh, I said activists, right? Oh, huge shout out to those in the front line in the healthcare world. Keep doing your thing. Thank you so much. One thing I also want to shout out, the, um, the, the homeschool teachers, people that teach and homeschool, with homeschooling and those that have to teach with homeschooling right now because of the pandemic. And shout out to the teachers that are um, that are still holding classes uh, virtually. I got to give them credit for that. I mean, I'm sure they're dealing with a lot of nonsense, but at the end of the day, they still feel passionate about teaching those kids. And it's a great thing that they're still doing their thing so these kids can continue on with school and not letting a pandemic, um, you know, hinder, hinder their uh, educational process. So big shout out to y'all, man. So I just wanted to get those shout outs out there. Also wanted to do a call to action. You know me, I'm always going to ask you guys to rate, follow, um, and, and uh, comment on the uh, digital streaming platforms where you listen to this um, podcast. Because like I said, I'm trying to get onto the home pages of the Apple Podcasts, the Spotify's and whatnot and get this platform out there so the people that don't know about Rockland County's art culture can come to this platform and see that, oh wow, wait a minute, this guy is talking to everybody in this, in this area of New York that might be a frontier to some people. You know, so just to have this platform be on the homepage of, say, an Apple podcast or iHeartRadio or a Spotify or anywhere else like a Radio Public or Google podcast, it would be a great look for everyone involved, including myself, of course, because this is my creation, my baby. But it it also a good look for whoever I might be talking to in that episode, you know, because that person might then the listener might be introduced to, say, a new artist, or in this case, a new podcaster, or an entrepreneur. It's it's a great look for everyone involved, so if you can assist me with that, it'll be greatly appreciated. If you can rate the show, leave a comment, I'll shout you out on here. Trust me, I will do it. I usually check it, like, every two, three weeks, I check it to see if we got um, any feedback from, you know, those platforms and whatnot. So please do that. I'd truly appreciate that. And um, is there anything else I wanted to talk about? Oh, I'm not going to talk about it in detail this podcast. Probably the next episode I'll talk about it in detail. Probably not. I probably won't talk about it in detail. I'll probably do a chronicle show about it. But the uh, Nelly and um, Ludacris battle, that was so great. Um, I'm going to watch it again. I loved it live, and I'm going to watch it again. I didn't get to watch the whole thing live the first time because um, I didn't get the whole I didn't watch the whole thing live the first time because I was at the studio session. Shout out to Pretty to God and shout out to JC Money. I was in their session 
um, listening in, seeing what what kind of feedback I can give in. You know what I mean? What what type of energy I could put towards um, his EP project. So I was doing that. But after that, I was able to check it out, and it was it, they seemed like they were having a ball. Of course, the internet was trying to get at uh get at uh Nelly for um, his Wi-Fi not being right. But you know, he got it together, and then they they put on the show. It was great. It was dope, man. Um, enough of that. Uh, let's get into it. Um, first, we're going to get into... Let me do a quick show breakdown. I'm, sure, I'm sorry, I usually do that. Um, first, we're going to get into the ad from um, VOH Basketball. I'm sorry, not VOH Basketball. Big shout out to Brett Bronson. Though. We're going to get into the uh, LLGN, Last Life Gaming Network ad from my brother. Then we're going to get into the conversation. And then after the conversation, there'll be the Culture Wings ad. And then I'm going to come back and close out the show. So, bravo. Talk to the people. The Last Life Gaming Network is officially here. The network's YouTube channel has plenty of content ready for you to start your experience. Collections, GUI, party games, let's play, jump scares, and IRL are some of the few options you can choose from. Debuting in 2020, LLGN Sports will cover projects such as Rebuild You, the FIU Panthers, as well as NFL Legends Challenge and LLGN's Original Basketball League, the Association of Simulation Basketball. Make sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel today to keep up to date with everything happening at the Last Life Gaming Network. Are you ready to be a Last Lifer? Welcome back, people. I am pleased to have a very special guest on the show because I am a huge fan of her <laughs> show. I love her show. Uh, it's called Say It Loud. I have the one and only Karen L on the show. Oh, my God. How that was the best Karen? ever. Th oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm pretty new to this. So, so thank good. You. Like the one and only. I was like, yes, 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 yes. I sat up a little straighter in my chair. <laughs> you're right, you're no, it's right. true. I mean, that's right. how that's right. I mean, that's how you come off to me on your show. You come off as a very strong, you know, yeah. very strong and experienced woman. And you're willing to share what you've experienced in life. Yeah, it's crazy because when I thought about putting the show together and um, what my 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 first vision was and what what it is now, I'm like, wow, you know, and it takes a certain amount of vulnerability to put yourself yes. out like that, you know, where people can poke holes at it. You have to really be confident in who you are and what you're saying to be able to kind of like bob and weave through the bullshit. Um, but it takes a lot of self-awareness too and self-assessment of just like, okay, who am I and, um, you know, how, how am I telling my own story? And so, yeah, so some, it was a little nerve wracking at first. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so vulnerable, you know, and so much of my life is vulnerable and so much of me is out there, especially for somebody who at times, most times likes to be very private. You know, so uh, it took a lot of, um, you know, emotional and mentally preparing to say, OK, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell my story. This is how I'm going to tell it and then embody all the parts of me so that when when the shit hits the fan, it comes back. I know exactly who I am and I'm unshaken by it. 
And it's very therapeutic too. <laughs> very therapeutic. Um, it's fun for me. It's so much fun for me. Like I wish I could do that every day, all day, and not have to do everything else. I'm putting it into the universe that I, you know, I'll be self-employed and that'll be my thing. And I could just yes. do that and not have to do anything else because that's how much I love it. It doesn't feel like work for me, you know. So I'll be up recording, you know, one, two o'clock in the morning. It's not a problem, you know. Or I used to record in my car on my way to work. I'll be stuck in traffic oh, at a CW, and I'm like, yo, let me just because like whatever came to me, I was like, I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna share it right now. Let me get it down. So, um, yeah, you, you when you love something, it doesn't feel like work. You just love it and you do it, and it just right. comes naturally. And so, that's where I'm at with it. Wow. So you telling me you actually recorded on the move? That's gangster. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of my first couple of episodes. You can hear it. You don't hear the wind like. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't know what it was. I thought you were probably like outside vibing, you nah, know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't really know nothing. Like most people start a podcast and they like you can pay companies now to set you up. You can pay people to take classes and tutorials and things like that. I didn't I didn't do none of that. I didn't do any of yeah. it. So for me, mm -hmm. it was just a learning process of teaching myself. Way. I mean, I knew how to edit and all that kind of stuff. I have an undergrad degree in media communications. I worked nice. at radio stations. I wrote commercials. So all of that, nice. the background work I knew, but actually putting it together, you know, and what it was going to sound like, I didn't know. Yeah, you know producing. what I mean? I was just like, let me do it. So, um, and I did know production wise, but I didn't know like what I wanted to sound like. So yeah, there's mm -hmm. times that I'm like in my car yeah. on the move recording like you know 45 minute show because i'm in the car for 45 minutes and then i will pull up in a parking spot and sit there and finish <laughs> you know <laughs> and like, all right, i'll go inside when i'm done yeah like that's that's how real it is that's dedication right there i mean you you brought up um doing other things so before we get all into the say it loud uh platform let's talk about some of the other things you've done before um well actually uh -huh. you're still doing now you're an educator yeah. correct I am an educator. I just um, was accepted into Teachers College at Columbia. I'm starting next nice. month to get my second master's degree. I don't know. I must be a glutton for punishment because I don't really need another one, but to get a second master's degree in um, educational leadership. Yeah. So I hold a master's now from Hunter and an undergrad in media communications from SUNY Purchase. And uh, yeah, I got, you want to know the truth though? Like, I don't really see those as being my biggest accolades. I don't mm -hmm. hang up any of that stuff in my house. Like they're all in okay. the back of the closet. I just feel like, okay. you know, I, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm a full-time educator right now. Um, goal with education is really to marry media and hip hop community with young kids and culture and education and kind of mm. like look at the disparities i could get really deep but you know carinell doesn't do that but i could get really deep on like the disparities in the african-american community and the hispanic community yes. um for special education yeah. and for young men and the pipeline to prison and it's something that um yes. i'm passionate yes. about because mm -hmm. i feel like when i did become a teacher there weren't enough people like me in the room so forget uh, yes. the kids. I'm talking about Talk there wasn't about enough it. people like me in the room. Talk about it. Yes. You understand Talk what I'm saying? It. When we're looking at the demographics and then yes. affects our student body and how that affects our kids and how that affects you telling a child they could be whatever they want to be when they grow up, but they don't see that mm -hmm. every day, day to day. That's and it. so um 
part of the reason me going back is so that I can sit at those tables. And I tell everybody this, I want to be able to sit at the table and have a voice, but not just have a voice because I'm a black woman in there with a child talking loud, but Mm -hmm. also because I have the credentials behind me Mm. to sit there and have that conversation. Absolutely. Right. Because a lot of times what's happening is like, okay, people are, people of color are talking. And the first thing people do is try to discredit you and say, well, why, how do you know what you're talking about? Why should we listen to you? How do you know what you're talking about? So, so what I felt I had to do was, all right, well, I'm going to wear my Jordans and I'm going to throw a hoodie on and I'm going to come sit at the sit with the suits. But mm-hmm. not only am I talking about it from a parent and from a person of color, but I'm talking about it with all those accolades behind my name. So I'm Absolutely. sitting at the table with the same people that have the same things as me. Only yes. I have the experience of living in that skin, of living in that community, of knowing what feel and being able to bring some to light topics like that. So that's really the yeah. purpose of, of going back to school because I just feel like there's not enough of that. Oh, yeah. And I went to the Hip Hop Ed conference last year and I was blown away. And I was like, These- how was that? That was amazing. That, I mean, I've seen Chris Emden talk before. And if people don't know who he is, um, he is an African-American cultural hip hop educator leader and when you marry the two of them together and you're in that space with that energy it's just amazing and i was like these are my people this is where i need to be um i love hip-hop culture i love community i love kids i love people and then marrying that with all the things i love like music and education and putting people together so it was like i went by myself i was like i don't care who comes with me i'm gonna go and i spent the day there and it was it was an amazing day so i definitely want to get involved in organizations like that and maybe perhaps even start an organization like that uh, later on down the line so that we can bring the arts into education and into schools in a in a meaningful way, right? Because they always got me at school doing drama club and I do teach like music mixing with soundtrack and iMovie. Like I teach all of those things because that's what I'm, pa- photography, I, I'm passionate about that. But it's always like, let's yeah. do Beauty and the Beast. It's always like, let's do, you know, the traditional things. Let's read, you know, Catcher in the Rye. And I really want children yeah. to be exposed to different kinds of media that they can have a relationship with. Yeah. And so yeah. ideally I would like to be able to bring that into the school and, um, and work in an organization or start an organization that does something like that. Yeah, bring that energy around here for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. why and not? There's, and there's a lot of companies that do it. Well, there's not a lot, but like curate a bunch of people together that could come into the schools and bring that to the school level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I definitely um, okay. want to start. I want to start my own organization and, and kind of get involved in that and working through education with media and hip hop and music and things like that. Yeah, no, you definitely, definitely go far with that, especially now in Rockland County, because now there's such a, strong alt art culture presence now yeah so i think with what you're trying to do i think it'll be the perfect mesh because i mean not everyone out here makes the you know ignorant braggadocio hip-hop there's actually some music out here where it'll touch the kids it'll resonate with the children and give them some sort of vision towards the future you know what i mean yeah another thing is like a lot of people think like okay our kids all need to go to school they need to get a good education i'm with that but then they need to go to college And and, and I think that's great. I'm not saying it's not great, but I do also, I had Mm -hmm. a student one time and I tell people this story all the time. Like this kid struggled to get to school every day. I used to have to bring him food. You know, his mom was working Mm -hmm. till late. He was always home by himself. And he just like, he would tell me Mm -hmm. sit next to him in class. Like he couldn't get it. 
And then one day I covered yeah. a music class and he was like, let me show you what I could do. But he was shy in front of the kids. So I was like, all right, stay after class. Go ahead, show me. And this kid played the piano. And I was blown away. Oh, I was blown away. Oh, like, yeah. You would not look at this little boy and be like, like he just looked like somebody need to hug him and love him and whatever. And this kid played the piano. I said, who taught you that? He said, well, when my mom is not home, I have to stay home. But I just watch videos on YouTube and I taught myself how to When I tell you, I was like, this is like I walked out of there. Wow. Going, this is the thing. If you don't do anything else with your life, that's OK. And everybody would be on him because he'd be in class. He would be sleeping. He don't want to do his work. Blah, blah, blah. He just wasn't an academic kid. But I put him, be he put behind that piano, I was blown away. Like, I did not hear a kid ever play like that. He became that. a genius. And I was like, this is your thing. Yeah. And so we need to also be able to tell people, like, you don't have to necessarily do the traditional, this is what everybody wants me to do. You might have a talent somewhere. Yes. Outside yes. of what you know and what you've been taught, let's figure what that that is and develop it. And a lot of times, art is that. I mean, that's yeah, like, you know what I mean? And that, that right there gave that kid hope. I'm like, why are you not going to a music school? Why are you not taking, you know what I mean? Why are we not taking, does your mom know you know how to play? He's like, no, no, we don't have a piano at home. I said, so how did you do this? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I got a little keyboard, but I don't have a piano. I was like, I was blown away. So I really think it's important to tell people that they have light. Like, people have light. They don't even know they have light. And someone yeah. needs to they gotta yeah, know their somebody worth. needs to be able to share that with you to let you know. Maybe nobody else ever noticed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. So now introduce the podcast to the listeners that doesn't know about the great <laughs> platform that I'm so fan so of. Say it loud. Okay. So well, yes. why say it loud? Um, say it means to say in the third person. Um, I got the name Sayeth Loud, oh my God, a couple years ago. I walked past a sign that said Sayeth, and I was like, yo, that sounds dope. And then I went home mm -hmm, and did my mm -hmm. research because I love words and writing and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I like that. It means to say something in the third person, and, and that's what Sayeth does. And then loud, because I feel like if you have something to say, you might as well say it loud. And so my brand and my business, Sayeth Loud, is not just the podcast that I I got merch and I got some film things I want to do and I do some photography. And so when you take all the mediums of art and music and writing and you put it together, it's someone saying something. That's what it is. Yes. Uh, a photographer is saying something with a picture. A artist is saying something. Um, break dancing is saying something. A uh, DJ and scratch yes. is saying something. Writing a poem is yes. saying something. And so those are all of the things that I embody. And I was like, well, let me give voice to that. So it's saying all of that and saying it loud and hence say it loud. And that that's, that's, it's deep, right? It's deep. Okay. It doesn't sound that deep, but it's deep. Like I put a lot of love into it. I put a lot of love into it. Yeah, no, that's and that's why you're so passionate yeah, about that's it. My too. baby, I put a lot of love into it because I wanted it to mean something. And so then I started the, the podcast. Well, Say It Loud was before the podcast, but the podcast is called Say It Loud oh. because, um, well, yeah, because I like I've made like film and I put it RCC Film Festival and I won and you know and I do photography, okay. so I was doing all of those things and kind of attaching myself to the name and the brand and whatever. And then, um, and then. I That's kept awesome. stalling on the podcast and somebody called me out on it. 
And they were like, Karen, you keep saying you're going to do something. Oh. You keep saying you're going to do something. When are you going to do it? And I was like, at first, I was mad. I was like, who the fuck is you talking to like that? And then I was like, yeah, yeah, right? you know, <laughs> I got beside myself for a second. And then, um, you know, the, the spiritual part of me just jumped out real quick. I was like, what? And then, um, and then I was like, damn, you're right. And then I, I was like, all right, let me do it. And um, I took all the Friday fuckery from my... Uh, um, you know, and then I strategized how to start a business. So I took all my Friday fuckery because every Friday for the last five years, I've been doing Friday fuckery on Instagram. It started me just commuting to work. Funny. <laughs> it fun. started me commuting yes. to work and I don't like to sleep on the bus. So I would just be on the bus listening mm. to music and playing with my phone. And then I started posting stuff and I was like, all right, well, Friday, I feel good. And I wasn't planning on doing any work anyway. So let me just get into this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so um, when we paired the podcast up, <laughs> with the Friday fuckery, we were like, all right, we're going to drop episodes every Friday and in time for the fuckery. And we just going to, you know, talk about things that are going on and, and life from the perspective yeah. of, you know, me. Speaking of what you talked about on the platform, yeah. that, la well, it's not last episode. I dropped because the episode yesterday. Yeah. Dropped one not too long ago. Yeah. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be yeah. two, three episodes old. But the one about um Ahmad yeah. Arbery, that one was powerful. Like I oh, love that so episode. Much. Like I was telling everybody I knew to listen. I was like, yo, you gotta listen to that um, episode. I'm motherfucking tired. I'm gonna keep a hundred with you. I'm motherfucking tired. I'm tired <laughs> of hashtags. I'm tired oh, of t shirts. Right. I'm tired of marching. I'm tired of you know just this being a wave like it comes and then it simmers down and then another one comes and it simmers down and um i felt i really grappled with whether or not i wanted to put that and i said it in the episode whether i put it out a couple days late um because i didn't know if i wanted to do it because safe lives are always like feel good fuckery have a good time we laugh and we kick in yeah. and stuff nah, but it, it it was needed. It was needed. Someone had to really attack it. And especially from the point of view, you did it from a very strong, independent woman's point of view. And I was like, Whoa. yes, because you have a child. And then when you when you said you were like, I have to explain this to my son. I was like, yo, that hit me because I don't even have a no, kid. But, but I'm did. like, I have nieces. That, and that, wasn't, that like, wasn't fake. Oh. That was very real. Like, I had to explain that to my son. And the yeah. first thing that he said to me yeah. after I was trying to explain it to him, he was like, but mom, why? And what do you, what do you say? Why? Oh my goodness. What yep. did you know, and I, cause I don't know why. I don't have an answer. And so yeah. um, I think that particular, all of the situations are sad, but this one, particularly with this young man, it just hit me hard. Like my son is 10 years old and we think about yeah. kids just being kids, but our kids are not like everybody else's kids. Our kids are not white, like white kids. Kids, white yes. Kids don't Thank need you. To have tell this it. Conversation. Tell it. We don't need to tell our children. Nope. Be careful if the cops pull you over. Be careful what you say. Be, be respectful. You don't yeah. want to die. Put your hands up. We don't need to have. Not everybody's having those conversations, but you got to have that conversation with yeah, your child. That's like that's a hard conversation to have. My my son is. Puerto Rican Very. and black. So we when we talk about a minority man, that's exactly okay. what he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's shoot first and figure oh, it out man. later. And I think that we needed we needed yeah. to not only speak from it for the sake of our sons, because we got a lot of out there that listen too, like from the sake of our son, but just for the sake of our men. Yeah, period. No, you on for that the sake too. of our men, period. Like those are fathers. Yeah. Those are 
brothers. Those are uncles. Those are cousins. Those are like, those are the men in our life. We are already at a deficit. We're already at a deficit. <laughs> they have they they, get, they die in and they locked up. We're already at a deficit. Like we got to protect them too. And I felt that's like that needed to be that needed to be said, and we need to have a conversation because the same way we we need to protect our our children, we need to we need to protect who we are as a people and as a culture. And I also touched on the show that like yo, we need to stop killing each other. Yes, yes, she did. And when you said that, I was like, oh, she hit it on the head early. Because you said it early, early in the episode. I was like, like, you, you didn't wait. You can't. You, you teach people how to treat you. you and so Yes, if that's exactly see, what you said. If everybody else sees us kill, then they just going to treat us like the same animals. So we need to get that yeah. together for ourselves and present it for ourselves. Because other people yeah. are not doing that. Other groups of people are not doing that. Right? They bond together and they yeah. work together and they're That's not doing fact. that. So we need to do that as a community and as a culture so that we could teach everybody else how to, to treat us. Because you can't say, oh, you killed him in the street, bro. You killed somebody. You you can't get mad at a white person killing a black person in the street when the day before black people killed each other in the street. How we look. You didn't argue with each other. Why yeah. are you arguing? That's what, that's what the conversation is going to be. Figure things out inside. Yeah, figure out things internally so first. I, you I know felt what like mean? that was really important to say you know, to people, to teach our sons that too. Like, we're not killing each other in the street so that nobody else kills us in the street. And that the value of life has yeah. to be more than this. This is crazy. This is crazy. Like, every three months, this is, we doing the same thing. We marching, we got a hashtag, we running. And I just feel like, at what point is it going to change? At what point is it going to change? I was in Virginia two years ago when they was lighting stuff on fire. I was like, yo, I don't even want to be out here right now. Like we are on conservative drive. Can we? Oh, the um, the Charlottesville yeah, I was stuff. Down there, and I was like, "Yo, I oh, don't want to be out here at nighttime." Like it was very uncomfortable. Like you know what I mean? You you like I, I'm from New York, and I was down there like, "Yo, like you know, like I don't really want to be out here at night." Yeah, this is different. Yeah, this this, this yeah. different. This is a whole different kind of beef. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, imagine as a yeah. woman, you in a place where you literally have to put your shoulders back. And have a stance. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's not even natural for me to do. And that's what I felt I had to do. Yeah. So, I, yeah, like, we not we, we need to look at life a lot different. And as a culture, we need to figure this out for us. And then we have to figure out how are we going to move to make the changes? Because instead of it getting better, it's actually getting worse. It's getting worse. That's a fact. I tell people that all the time. I mean, because I'm in group chats where people have the conversation about, oh, what are we going to do from here on out? We can't do this anymore. And like, I like to hear that. But then I know like two weeks later, it's back to party. And I bullshit. really feel you know what I mean? like, so like the best thing for us to I mean, I don't have all the answers, but I definitely think that, you know, we have we have more power than we think. And I think we have to change our mindset oh, yes. as a people. Yes. Right, we have more power, and yes. I can prove your power to you right now in the economic situation that's going on. Middle class America, yes, especially in New York right now, has a lot of power because the fact that none of us are working, yes. a lot of people scared because mm-hmm. rich people can't stay rich if poor people don't go to work. Without, yes, exactly, and that's why they're trying to open exactly. the country up right now because I can't get yep. rich and yep. stay rich. If you guys don't go back to work, we need to 
really look at how we invest our money, how we invest our money together, where we invest our money and take our leverage back in a way that is healthy for all of us, right? And and a lot of times we're like, oh, well, the healthiest way to take leverage back is to go back and fight. But in America, the healthiest way to take leverage back is to not spend. Not spend, yep. Capitalism, that's, that's, that's how you fight how you with the capitalism. The power, yep. the, the power's not in the yep. gun. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Nope. The power for the change yeah. is going to be where we're putting our money. Yeah, Monetary. where we're putting our money and how we're investing. Because a lot of us, and this is a whole nother show, but a lot of us, we, we're not investing enough in our own companies. We don't have it. We don't start from it. You know what I mean? Look at the Chinese yeah. communities and the Chinese restaurant and the hair and the nail salons. You know what I mean? Look at the the restaurants. Look at we don't have enough of that. So we're 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 constantly working and giving our money to everybody else but us. And we need to kind of be more responsible yeah. with that so that we have that leverage. Especially right now. Like everybody's gonna want the black vote. They want the black vote. Okay. Well, I don't agree with Diddy. Diddy was oh, like yes. not gonna vote. No, we gotta vote. That's a that was a bad don't we don't gotta do something. We're, we're withholding our we vote. Gotta we do withhold something. our vote. Look what the hell we got. <laughs> yeah, we don't I mean, need to withhold that vote. The, I I, I kind of understood where he was coming from because if you know Biden's yeah. history, you would be kind of I mean, scared, scared too. Either you way, know what I mean? But so it's I like, do feel like us yeah, not doing yeah. nothing doesn't help any. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah. Yes, I can so agree with that. I don't think that. I think that we need to strategically place our power somewhere. But saying that we're, because you know what? If we don't do anything, then guess what? What they do affects, we have no voice in it. Exactly. So we don't need to be, we don't need exactly to be in right. that situation. We need to start making moves so that we come out of this. But I mean, again, that's a whole nother situation. Like racism, racism in America is never going to go away I, as far as I'm concerned. It's not. No. We're, not, we're never all going to no, be no. equal. No, no. We're never all going to be even. And and like I said in the show, we're, we're upholding to a constitution and a bill of rights uh, that yes. um, was never written with any intention to protect us. Yeah, when you when you said that, I threw my black fist up really high. I was like, yes, queen, tell them. <laughs> they don't know that shit. You, we, you know, you have the right to this. You have the right to that. It wasn't written for us. It was no, and I and no intentions for I went into it because you know whatsoever. I'm a subject teacher. I went into it. I was like, yo, it was written in 1776, right? Slavery wasn't over yeah. for what? 1900s? No, so like 18 something. Yeah. Listen, like, there's a lot of people down hello? south didn't even know that there was an emancipation or proclamation. They were still being treated as slaves and nobody wanted to help. Yes. Okay, so if we really got into it, and women's suffrage was in 20. So none of that stuff was written. None of that stuff was written. For, it was just for, like you said, the white Anglo-Saxon uh, Protestants. That's all it was yeah. written for. That's no one else. They were writing it to, pr- to protect, protect those men. That's it. They were writing it to protect themselves so that they can keep their assets, yep. so they can keep their slaves, so they can... And that's and when I'm telling you, that was written hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before women got a right to vote, and that was only white women. Before segregation was over, that was only in the 1960s. Like, if you think about it, how are you going to tell me it's crazy. we got to hold the law? The law was never written with me in mind. Nope. So Not at when, all. Yeah, I said it in the show. I was like, we need to scrap it, start all over again. 
It's, it's, yeah, you said it, it needs, needs to, to be, be rewritten. rewritten. All yeah. that. <laughs> Foundational things need to be rewritten because there weren't certain issues we had before. Now we have these issues. We got to look at life a lot different. We weren't, right. they weren't looking at life this way, the way it is now, hundreds of years later. Like, come on. Like, how are you going to tell me, no, like, you absolutely know, not. I, I want to uphold your rights? You, you, was, you told me I was one third of a man. You wasn't upholding my right from the beginning. From the gate, yes. That is so true. I mean, now you get you didn't you didn't got political on this uh, conversation. I'm sorry, so I'm gonna have I'm to sorry. I'm gonna have to I'm sorry. it's all right. It's all right. This is why I had you on the platform because I needed people to know that yo, she really goes in and she knows her shit. So yeah, we have to go to a topic that you had brought up and I was confused. Oh, okay. And I mentioned it on my show before. And I was like, you know what? Now that I got her on the show, I'm going to ask her what okay. this is. And she's going to have to explain All it right. to me. What is a work bay? Your work husband? Work husband, work wife. Like, I don't understand it. Like, me, it's like, all right. Is it like y'all fooling around, you know, flirting at work, and then after work, there's nothing there? Or is it, oh, we're flirting at work and there might be something outside. Like, I, I don't know. I'm confused. I'm just okay. trying to understand so I the dynamic. Other I don't, women, I don't but know. I don't, I, my work mm -hmm. bae, my work husband, I do have a work husband. Um, I call him my work okay. husband because I speak to him every day. Cause, cause we spend the whole day together. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause we work very closely together. So, uh, okay. Um, you know, we talk multiple times a day. Cause like that partner at work. You know what I mean? So he's my work husband. It's just like someone that you work with. And then like your work husband, you know, if you go to lunch, you go with your work husband. If you pick something up from the store, you pick one up for your okay. work husband. The other day, I mean, I have more okay, dependency okay. maybe than other women because I'm single. So I couldn't open something in my house the other day. And I couldn't open it. <laughs> yes. And I, I kid you not, instead of going to the neighbor <laughs> or my dad, which I could have done, I actually put it in my bag and I was like, I'm just going to ask my work husband tomorrow to open it for me. <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> he, he was laughing at me, but he opened that, it for that me. Was yeah. Funny. So, um, so yeah, there's nothing like that for me. There's nothing that goes on outside of work. Unless there's some drama at work and I got a text mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. it. But um, no, it's nothing outside of work. That, well, once really? in a while, like, something might go down at work and I got to be like, yo, let me tell you what happened. You know what I mean? But but nothing personal. Yeah, okay, okay, it's okay. not disrespectful to their relationship. Like they, he has a relationship. I do my own thing. Yeah. It's nothing outside of work. It's just when we at work. That's you know that's your work bay. That's the person you look out for. That's the person you take care of. That's the person you make sure. Did you eat? You want to? I got this in my bag. That that kind of thing. You know. I mean, there are people yeah. who have had I got you. situations I got you. develop from that, and have had relationships come yes. from that okay. kind of thing. Um, so I don't think it's impossible when you work with okay. someone eight hours a day and you're working closely and it's years and like I know your kids and you know my life and I, I did this this weekend and you did that. Then people sometimes do develop, you know, a real relationship out of it. But for the most part, you know, it's just yeah. it's just work bay. Yeah, it's usually platonic. Yeah, like in your case, platonic. it's platonic, but it's also like I don't treat anybody else that way. Okay, like okay, that. okay. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. these are all my okay. workmates. I got this you. is the person I'm going to sit yeah. next to. This is the person I, I bring food for. This is the person I'm covering for. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's a little bit more than just like, okay, we work together at the same time. It's like, 
you know, it's totally platonic. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's cool. So I I, I somewhat get yeah. it. I understand your dynamic. It's just, you know, there's other ones that kind of confused me, but you I mean, broke I'm it not going to say that there's I, people I, who I haven't had relationships so flirt much. at work, um, you know, hang out. Oh, no, that's what I mean, because yeah. I've seen that, and I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it was well, platonic. It that's why it I was like, it, it was confusing. But, but some people, it gets a little, pet, you know, it goes more and more, and then let's get a drink and let's hang out and... Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it does develop for some people into something, and it just, you know, I don't suggest it, though. My show ends up being a lot about relationships. I don't suggest that people have relationships at work, because then after you guys shit don't work out, or if it doesn't work out, then now you're stuck. Yeah, seeing that person, or dealing with that person, (laughs) or they're in your business. So I definitely, like, I would not encourage that at all. That's... yeah. Because the petty wars yeah, will be just, on. You, know, <laughs> you just can't be tired of nobody's shit when you see them every day. You know what I mean? You're going to get the shits. So I would <laughs> not encourage. Yeah, I would not so encourage true. people to do it. But people do it all the time. But I'm like, you don't, you don't shit where you eat. Don't do that. Because now you can't, now you can't get rid exactly. of them. And now exactly. it gets bigger. So I don't know. So my show has become like a relationship platform some way. I don't know. People just tend to like to talk about those things. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I, I'm sure I was going to get into this next. It's a perfect segue. I'm sure it's because of the feedback that you've been getting. People want you to talk about relationships. Yeah, I mean, more, I correct? don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just know, like, the episodes that I think are like, oh, my God, this is brutal. This is rough. This is hard. I don't know how people are going to deal with this. Those yeah. are the episodes I get the feedback on where people are like, oh, my God, I loved it. And you're so funny. And this is so true. And, uh, and so it tends to kind of, like, feel... Yeah you know the conversation i think i think the show does really well because i talk about things that people don't want to talk about mm, yes you it's feel like that we void. were all thinking that's a fact it, but nobody's that talking. is a fact no one's talking about it and yeah. they're not talking about it out yeah. loud say it loud <laughs> so hey. I, think, I think a lot of the show has to do with that like everybody thinks these things but nobody actually says it out loud and then here comes Karen who says it in a way that is like it's brutal and it's honest but it's funny but it's not you know what I mean <laughs> but but it is they're not hey it's funny but like you said it's not yeah. you know what I mean funny but not funny but hey you get like I said, I'm a fan. You get straight to the point. I mean, I, yeah, I probably told I, you I'm a fan like five times already. What other type of feedback have you been getting from um, like, your Oh my listeners? gosh. It's really been overwhelming to me. Um, not overwhelming in a bad mm. way. Overwhelming yes. in a way. When I set out to start the podcast, in a good way. I really didn't have any expectations. I was just like, let me put it out there and see what happens. So I didn't expect numbers i didn't yes. have goals around it i just was like let me put it and if one person listens i'm happy um in the in the last couple yep. of months i have had so many people give me so much i've never had anybody say anything bad you know if anything i put out a show and people That's good. like yo dope show or i put out we bitch tendencies i have mad people hitting me up like oh my god that's me i've been a weak bitch i don't you know and I was that was like, a wow, great episode I put that down and i was like oh this is this is the ladies are gonna be mad at me but um 
so it, it's been really overwhelming with just like love and and I, I try to show so much gratitude because I know day to day like I live in a space of gratitude and I know day to day we're all busy so when someone stops what they're doing and takes the time out to acknowledge me and the fact that I brought something to their life even if it was a smile I appreciate that because I know you don't have to do it you could have just got on with yeah, your business absolutely. you could have closed the app and kept it moving That's so um, it's just been wonderful like in the short space of time we've grown and added so many other things you know there's YouTube now there's um merch now there's you know other things coming in the pipeline um people asking me to do their show so it's been really great it's been really great and i'm so grateful and i'm so overwhelmed that every you know it's been received and people are sharing um we got a sponsor like it's just been dope it's just been it's it's dope you know i i look at it and it makes me feel like i could tell people like if you really want to do something and i know it sounds so cliche and i'm a teacher but like put your mind to it put your energy into it put your effort into it and then you could do it, you know? It's funny, though, because I used to be one of those people that were like, oh, God, I hate that saying. It's so cliche. But it's true. Like, if you really, like, say you find yeah. your talent and you really put your heart and soul into it and really believe in yourself, like, you can yeah. really do something. And you just have to, like... like I didn't. I didn't realize that until like recently. I'm like, damn! I used to really yeah. hate that saying, and now I'm telling people, yo, it you so put your mind into it. Like, <laughs> oh, that's just a thing people say. Like, no, like this is it manifesting. Ah, this is it manifesting. It's yeah, sitting down and doing the work behind it, and and it also is about like getting up and and doing what you got to do, you know. But um. That's but yeah, no, I've had nothing but wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Like I knew podcast was doing good when so for me the person that I need to hear from to make me feel like like Karen you did good is my mom you know what I mean yeah that's my person awesome. that my that's mom awesome. is the hardest person on me I feel like if my mom but she keep it hunted so yeah. I feel like if my mom said to me like what is this podcast thing the next door neighbor say you yeah. You know, put it, put it on my phone. Put it on my phone. How I listen? I gotta be like, mom, you can't, you can't listen to this. But um, when when my mother was like, yeah, yeah. let me let me see the website. Let me see. Put it on my phone. People are talking about it. You know, and it was getting back to her. You know what I mean? And and she was like, let me see. Like, awesome. let me see this. You could do. You know, when I was having those conversations, because you know, your you know your your old school mom is the first person to be like, focus on your books, focus on this, focus. Why are you doing it? You know. So when I could get my Caribbean yes, mom of course. to yes, buy yes. in, you know what I mean, and rock my merch and be like, put it on my. I want to hear the neighbors are talking about. Literally, she was like, the neighbor was talking about it. I was like, all right, well then I'm good. You know what I mean? But nice. well, then I'm good. Then I'm then I'm sold. Because I just yes. sold the hardest person in my life <laughs> to sell my shit to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, and it's and, yeah. and plus yeah. it's the closest so, person um, to you in your life. As yeah. Well, so. so when I was like, if I could sell mom <laughs> on this, then yeah, then I did good. Um. So yeah. So it's yeah, it's been amazing. It's been absolutely yeah. amazing so far. So good. Okay, so what other plans or opportunities you have um, stemming from the platform um, or so just the brand, period, say it loud? Because yeah, I see so you got the merch, website up, the right, website. Www.sandcloud.com. Like, 
gmail.com. It's all things Karen Allen Says Loud. So, um, you know, the podcast is on there. A little bit about me is on there. The services my company offers. So, Save Loud offer like photography and advertisement and, um, you know, for uh, different services as far as like writing, press releases, press kits, copywriting, things like that. So putting all my talents and the things that I do and all those degrees that I have um, into a place where I can be creative with them and help other people grow their businesses. So so that's there. Um, If you go there, there's also photography because that's something that freelance. Um, I shot a film... um, trailer a couple years ago and I put it in RCC Film Festival and I won and I was like oh shit I didn't even know I could do that Um, so I want to continue working on the film and bringing that to life I feel like the podcast is great but it's just a vessel for me you know and it's just a stepping stone into where I want to be creatively so so yeah so some of that work is up there you can actually go to the website and watch the trailer I'm still working on that piece of work. I didn't share it with anyone for years because I love the idea so much. I felt, it, but um, I've embodied it. I've embodied it yes. so oh, much. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is mine. This is my brand. This is what I'm putting out. So I, I wrote it. Uh, my kids used to play softball and I don't like softball, but I would go to their games because I'm their mother and I would just sit and write okay. about these characters and the story. And so I brought the story to life awesome. in the trailer. So I would like to make that into a series and either I'm at the point where I'm about to, you know, make a YouTube channel for it and just do what Issa Rae did and shoot it myself and, and put it out myself. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to. I, I was going to say that. Like, um, That's crazy. Netflix or um, Amazon or one of those, because I really do think it's a really good story. And I don't know if people have watched the trailer, but the trailer's on my website. The story's about a young man named, the show's name, the series is going to be called Rich. And it's a show um, about a young man whose mother is HIV positive. They live in the projects um, in Harlem. And he grows up... Um, autistic and he could not speak he stopped speaking at a certain age fyi i'm um okay and so he is telling his story through art so he sketches and in between the sketches that goes into the story about his mother and how she had to like deal with her life his brother who had three strikes his sister who's trying to you know keep her head above water and not get caught up and shit and it's really just like this really grungy down real story of this family that's like living it um eventually and the way the story takes place that he is being interviewed and he's eventually rich and he becomes an artist and merges with all these great you know cartoon companies but he became an artist because he stopped talking and that was the way that he expressed himself and yeah. all the things that were going on in his life. His mother taking drugs, getting beat up. He's a product of his mother and her drug counselor. You got to watch it, bro. You got to watch. Go watch it. And then tell me what you think. Yeah. And it so sounds amazing. And that is what I am writing. And um, I want it to be a series. And I want to shoot it and direct it myself. So when you go to my website and you watch it, I actually shot that footage myself. I edit that footage myself. Hey, you might. Yeah, might have yeah. to go the Issa Rae route, just but yeah. just know when they do come yeah, to you with so, offers, they're yeah, gonna have so, to break um, and I bank. Shot that in the course that. of like two or three days, and did all the audio work. So everything that you see, I did. I did. I I wrote it. 
I directed it, I shot it, and then I did all wow. the audio work and edited it. And I put it in the film festival a couple of years ago at RCC and I won. And I was like, oh shit. Um, I actually put two pieces in there. I and I got awesome. I nominated I got nominated for one and I won one. Um, but this is the one I'm most passionate about. So this the, that's the that's that's my passion project. And awesome. um, yeah, my 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 like who's your idol? I'll be like, I don't really know, but definitely Ava DuVernay. Definitely. Definitely Ava DuVernay. Like if I could if my life yes. was like, all right, uh, let me just write this and y'all work with me because it's gonna blow and then I could have creative direction to do the things that I want to do, that's where I'd be. Yeah. 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 So I have yeah. that. Ava, Ava, um, Ava's the bomb. I love her. Martin. We shot a, a trail a trailer. So we shot something last year for our Respect the Grays. So I believe that's still in the works with um, Digenex Films. So I have that going on. I have the podcast going on. I'm running a small business as far as like working with other companies and writing for them and their copywriting and voiceovers and acting and all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, so that's where we are. And then I'm going to drop... Um, these two YouTube channels in the next, depending on how quarantine goes, because I have a lot of creative time. So, um, yeah, so I definitely want to get rich on a channel and start shooting yeah. and finish up the writing on that. And then I wanted to do a YouTube channel where uh, books to children of color. Well, it doesn't have to be for children of color. I want to read to all children. I'm not racist, but I want to do books that kids that can resonate with our children. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. And no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Because, but I'm glad that you clarified yeah, no, it because people are funny. I don't want everybody, and we'll take it, it that way. I just way. want to read books that are like, oh, you know, yeah. this is fun and this is interesting and this is something that can resonate with. Yeah, yeah I want so inclusive. I do a, we'll use that word. A, a show that kind of reads books to kids. Like reading is important, and I know that as an educator, but I don't think we do enough of it, and I definitely don't think we do enough with books that are curated for children of color or children that have had, you know, circumstances in their life that parents need to talk about. Right. And so when my brother-in-law passed away, I felt like that the first thing that came to my mind was like, okay, one day I want to write a children's book because this was a hard conversation to have with my son and my nephew. Um, and so I just want a place where kids can kind of like, mm. you know, parents can be like, Oh, well, I can't read you a book, but then I can put this on and you can listen to a book. Or whatever. So that's my next project. Yeah. So that's my next project, and those books will all be that's curated awesome. by me, and be a total opposite of the Karen L that you get on the podcast. <laughs> right? the podcast I hope. I hope so. I don't think the kids are ready. To talk to the kids is the Karen that's the mom and the educator, yes. and you know, there's a different there's different sides to me, and I'm a multifaceted woman, like I say in my intro. Um, but I think our kids are just as important and, you know, there's something for them. You can go listen to the podcast and enjoy that and dad and, you know, and then there's something for the kids that, that hopefully, you know, we can kind of, and I, I don't know how many people are going to put it on for their kids. I don't know how many people are going to engage because right now the kids are all playing video games and they don't want to read and school is hard, but I just thought it would be nice if there was a place where you're like, oh, you know, this woman is a teacher has kids and she's reading books to my kids and at least they're books that like, are fun and interesting and the kids, you know, the characters look like them and their stories about stuff that we actually go through. Yeah. Yeah. You never, you never know though. 
There might be just a, a crowd of yeah, people that are looking so just for that. And they're like, ah, I can't find it. Channel, and then you might be there. Anyway. That's the next one that's coming out. Yeah. So the only thing that's holding me that's, up is that's I, haven't, I don't have a name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm waiting oh, for okay. the universe. You'll think of something. Trust me. You'll think of something. <laughs> I'm waiting for the yeah. That's, so, so yeah. So there's that's a lot it. going on. There's a that lot is it. going on, but it doesn't like I said. It doesn't feel like a lot when you're doing something that you're happy with and you love. It it just doesn't feel like work, you know. And I'm this type of woman. Instead of watching TV, and instead of like, I don't know, bullshit and arguing, fighting with people like they show on TV. I'm actually like writing and creating art and making videos and thinking of ideas. And so. You know, it's easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, being productive. And it's fun. Like, yeah, like you said yeah, before, you I like having fun. You have fun when you do it. It's hard work at all. I love it. <laughs> well, Karen, I don't have much else to Thank say to you. you. I truly appreciate you coming on the show. I mean, you answered all my questions. You opened up. I truly appreciate that. Um. Promo okay, the so, hell oh my out gosh, of your platform so right now. I have to manage. And okay, let the so people I'm on Twitter, find- Instagram, Facebook. Don't go to Snapchat. I hardly use Twitter. Is Oh, and Pinterest. Okay, so you can find Sayeth Loud on all of those. You can also find I am Karen L on all of those. I am K-A-R-Y-N-E-L-L-E. Sayeth Loud, S-A-Y-I-T-H-L-O-U-D. So those are all of our social media handles. We are also on YouTube. I'm streaming on, I don't know how many different platforms, maybe 13, 15 different platforms now, but we got you covered. We got all the big ones. So Apple, iTunes, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, um, Intune, Anchor, Google, like go get it. It's out there. You can find it. Um, YouTube, you can definitely find it. Um, yeah. And if you can't, everything about me and all the work that I'm doing is on my website, www.sayethloud.com. Um, which I also built myself. Oh my God. Um, so you can go and find out, you can book me for events. You can book safe loud to come out and host your podcast somewhere. I mean, once Ms. Rona leaves, um, you can get copy written, commercials written, all that kind of stuff. Take a look around, enjoy. And then there's also the safe loud merch. So there's sweatshirts, t-shirts, mugs, you name it. Um, there's all that stuff there um, on the website that you can do too. I'm actually going to be doing a giveaway in the coming weeks because I have recently been sponsored by Sweet Vibrations. So I'm actually going to be doing a, a giveaway um, in the coming weeks and a show about that. So stay tuned for that. That's the next topic that's coming up and women and guys just, you know, enjoying the sexy part of Rona. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know how sexy Rona is, <laughs> but, you know, I definitely feel. I mean, that <laughs> Dick Dash episode well, was know, epic. That's, I know, that's that's so see, when I tell you, the, the episodes that I'm like, this is crazy. People are like, oh, my God, that's so funny. I'm like, I wasn't joking. Like, y'all really need to schedule y'all Dick Dashes. Like, that's how it is. <laughs> like, the same way we got DoorDash, you need to schedule a Dick Dash. Like, it, it, it got to be that way. It got to be that way. So, yeah so we're gonna do a, a, a giveaway <laughs> soon and kind of like talk about toys and women empowerment and like you know some of that stuff in the coming weeks so that's something you can look forward to um Inktakana, i don't know if you heard the episode with Inktakana, but he's a lyrical genius 
Um, and he too was also an educator and he was recently in an interview with um, the Bronx Assemblywoman. Um, I want to say her last name is Ortiz. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he yes. actually. Um, I believe that's her last name. Show. Um, I'm, we're recording this week. So um, probably in the next coming up. Yeah. So he's coming back. He's got new music. Oh, he nice. had a wonderful interview with her. He'll be able to share a lot of that and some of the projects that he's working on now and the new music dropping. So that's coming. Um, So, yeah, so I'm keeping busy. There's like new shows coming out and interviews and all that kind of stuff. My calendar is kind of, you know, it's growing. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy for you. And for being so supportive of Save Loud and Karen L and all my fuckery and nonsense. Um, but I definitely <laughs> appreciate when people take the time to just Got show you. the love because I feel like we need to do so much more of that. So I, as always, I live in a space of gratitude and I'm very, very grateful um, to share your platform and your listeners and, and for the constant like support. Because some days, I ain't gonna lie, some days you need that. Some days you're in a good space and you're like, oh my God, my numbers are doing good. People are listening. This going. And then other days you're like, I don't know what. Yeah, you know, there's. I'm not gonna lie, there's been... What's going on? I think I should keep going. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it happens to the best of us. And so um, it's always yeah, yeah. nice when people, Absolutely. you know, share yes, yes. and let you know that they're rooting for you. And I definitely appreciate that. And you stay consistent with that. So I'm very grateful and I'm very thankful to share that with you. You're welcome. And, <laughs> and as I said, probably for the yeah. 17th time, I'm a fan. I love the show. And um, keep doing and I like I like the plans that you have Thank you for so the future, I and I wish you an nothing but success. So let's um let's work together on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, as soon as Rona yes. out of here, as soon as this bitch Rona get out of here, um, but yeah, let's put something together. Yeah, man. Where we can like come out and kind yeah, of man. you know do the work on the ground. Definitely, Alrighty. we'll we'll definitely link up behind the scenes. Of course. All right. Thank you for coming on, Karen. For real, I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. All righty. All right. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings.
Oh man, that was so much fun. Like, I don't know if you guys heard the the energy through the conversation, but that I had a great time talking to her. It was it was great learning so much about her. Um, seeing that we had um, we shared a lot of the same views. It's dope, man. Just to be able to connect someone that I admire when it comes to the podcasting. It was so dope to see that we clicked on a lot of things. And and maybe that's why I liked her podcast, because I already knew that we seen eye to eye on a lot of things. And her podcast is very entertaining. So please, 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 please check out Say It Loud. Um, support Carinelle in whatever she's doing. Um, you heard the plans that she's got in store. I mean, the woman's, the woman's got a lot in store. I wish her nothing but success. Um, I hope she does the YouTube thing with that show because the show sounds incredible. Um, I hope she does do that. And, you know, maybe she gets the Issa Rae look. You know what I mean? Or maybe, you never know, Issa Rae or Ava DuVernay might holler at her and be like, hey, I'm trying to work on something new and I like your vision. I want to give you a budget. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm just super proud of what's going on in Rockland County right now. And I'm, I'm happy that I'm able to cover it the way I can cover it, the way I do things with my spin on it. You know what I mean? So, like... Thank you guys for listening, man. Again, please rate the show. Another call to action real quick at the end of the show. Rate the show. Um, um, leave a comment so I can shout you out. Follow the platform so you know exactly when the episodes drop. You don't have to wait to see it on the um, IG page. Speaking of the IG page, follow me at, um, at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. The Blast Podcast on Instagram. You know, we always doing uh, special things on that page. I'm truly proud of where this platform is right now. And it's only going to get better. I truly appreciate that. So thank you for listening. Um, next episode, I got another special, special guest. Um, the Vietnamese neo-soul singer, R&B singer, uh, Nan or Nung. I'm not sure. I'm going to say Nan for now. She'll, she'll say it correctly when I speak to her. Um, it's it's going to be an amazing episode. I wanted to switch it up a little bit. I was talking to a lot of MCs out there, so I wanted to speak to a podcaster. And then I'm going to speak to a songstress after that. So your boy's moving. Your boy's working. I think I'm going to get one more MC for the month of uh, May. And then, you know, we're going to move on to June and see who else wants to talk to your boy, man. I got a lot of things in store. I got Slayani coming soon. I got full clips coming soon, man. It's 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 looking it's looking up, man. So next week's um, episode, the guest is Nan. Um, continue to tune in, continue to follow the IG page, and continue to support us because it's truly appreciated, man. Thank you for listening. I'm getting out of here. I've been talking to y'all long enough. Peace.